Hey y'all, my name is Noah Carter and you're listening to Let's Chat with Carter. We're live! Okay, okay. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of Let's Chat with Carter, and we are back after a, a break, a little intermission. So, as always, if you are not on my social media or whatnot and you don't know what's up, your boy just caught back from Bali. I mean, you can tell by the title of this episode. That's what we're going to be talking about. Long story short, you want to get into this because after this episode, you're probably not going to want to live in the States. I mean, who wants to live here anyways? Like, United States. United States. I mean, it's great. We'll get into it all. So, get your popcorn, get your tea. We got a lot to spill. And I'm just excited. I'm excited to talk to you guys. It's been a minute. And yeah, and just give you all the deets on what happened to me in Bali, because we are a Bali baby now. I am no longer an American citizen. I'm just kidding. No, I'm still here. I'm glad to be back. I just lied to you guys. Yeah, yeah, I just lied. Um, I don't want to be back. It's ghetto here. It's really ghetto. Like, there's a lot to talk about. Like, there's a lot to talk about. I don't even know what to get to first, but like, let's just start with how was my trip my trip was great it was grand obviously as you can see i'm very ecstatic to tell you guys i don't know i really like bali it's been like two years since i've traveled out the country and like i didn't notice until like bali happened which wasn't even planned but until bali happened i was like oh wow it's been a minute like i got this nostalgia feeling like i was like oh i feel like i haven't done this in a minute and then i thought i was like I have not been out the country since Tulum. And I talked about Tulum in my last episode with a Daisy. Go watch that afterwards. But yeah, so that was the last time, um, or watch, listen, or whatever. But yeah, that was the last time I was out the country, which is crazy. I've like only flown, flew, flew domestic since then. So yeah, your boy went to Bali and had a little international time. Uh, I basically was celebrating for... Um, well, my mom and aunt were out there, and my mom told me that the flights were cheap and invited me out there. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to go. So I went, and yeah, I ended up in Bali. It was literally two days, two days before, yeah, two days before I left. Yeah, that, that happened out of nowhere. I packed my bag so quick, and I was just like, yeah, I got to go. Gotta go. And yeah, I did my thing in Bali. I was super excited to do that. So let's get into it. What happened in Bali? Why would you want to, like, my whole point of this is to get y'all go to Bali. Like, first of all, flight is expensive. That's what it is. It's $1,000 plus. Like, traveling from the United States is expensive. Like, traveling, like, it's different where you are. Like, in the United States, because we're pretty far from other countries, unless you're, like, going to Mexico like a lot, like, well, Alaska is part of the United States, but like going to Alaska or like Hawaii, that's why a lot of people go to those neighboring places because it's like cheaper and more affordable for families and everything. Um, yeah, but like other places, if like going to Europe and everything, like going from like living in Europe and going to other countries is a little bit cheaper than if you were going to like America and going to other countries because that's when you get into the thousands. Like, yeah, that's kind of why I want to move. Another thing where I'll be getting into that because your boy does want to move. 
Yeah, I need to move. We need to manifest that for me, you know? Um, but yeah, the, I definitely knew I wanted to move prior to this trip. But I think after the trip, I definitely like, I need to get, I need to get out of here, you know? I need to get up out of here. Um, so yeah, it was very interesting and like a learning experience. And I feel like the difference between this, like me traveling abroad, like international versus like me traveling international before, I was still a kid wise, even Tulum, I was like 19, no, I was 20. I was 20 in Tulum. So even though I was an adult, like it's a whole different, like that's, I don't even consider like I'm 23 now. Like that was a whole different era of me personally. So I feel like I've learned a lot and I asked a lot more questions and I feel like I was just a whole different person when traveling outside the country than I was prior. So without further ado, let's get into what Bali is and what we did and everything. So I'm gonna go through this schedule of like when I flew there at my handy dandy laptop right next to me. Y'all ain't gonna see it, but I'm, it's gonna be here. So I left for Bali on July 21st and then got back on Tuesday, wait, no. Yeah, two, wait, yeah. I got back Tuesday, um, August 1st. So I was there re relatively more than two weeks, a little over two weeks, I believe. Yeah, I think that's, I'm not about to count. But yeah, for a good period of time, I got to do a lot. So I left on Friday the 21st. That was, I flew from, where did I flew? I flew from Ontario to, um, to San Francisco, San Francisco to uh, Singapore and Singapore to Bali. So basically it was three flights and that was like a duration of like a 24 hour thing. Like, well, it was more than 24 hours because something happened. So basically I was fine with flying from Ontario to, uh, where did I fly? Um, Ontario to San Francisco, fine. Then San Francisco to Singapore, that was fine. Once I got to Singapore, your boy missed his flight because the third party site that booked it, we booked it from basically only had me do a two hour layover basically and it took like a good 30 to 40 minutes for the bag for me to get my bag then i had to transfer my bag to the other um flight and because i had to take a shuttle to another terminal to get to that flight to get to the where my my flight was to bali that took about 40 minutes and you have to be have your bag checked in by like 40 minutes prior and everything. So couldn't check in my bag. Therefore, my bag was too big to carry on and I had other things that couldn't go on being a carry on. So yeah, I had to schedule a whole new flight, which was literally the next day over at like 7 a.m. Yeah. That was how I was getting introduced to Bali. I was like, wow, this is really happening. So I had to buy a new, whole new flight, which was like $200. And yeah, got on that. I had to sleep in the airport. That was rough. That was rough, girl. Like, that was so rough. I have never slept in an airport. And I didn't even sleep. I was on the ground. I remember I had, like, I was the only person laying on the ground. And then everyone else collectively started laying, like, on the ground with me. We were all struggling in, like, Singapore's airport. It was very, it was crazy. Um, so yeah, got on my flight, checked in my bag, got on my flight, then headed over to Bali uh, for my last flight. And yeah, my last flight was like only probably three, probably three, four hours. But the prior flight was like 15. I watched some good movies, girl. Good movie watching on all these flights. But yeah, we got to Bali. Let me talk about the movies first, actually. 
So on my 15 hour flight, so this is from San Francisco to Singapore. This was 15 hours and they had what? I think I flew um, United. Yeah, United Airlines or something. Yeah, I think I flew United. And oh my gosh, the movies that they had on that flight, busted. Oh my God, I have not... I don't watch movies that much anymore. Like, I don't really have time to sit down. I'm always doing something, learning something, being out with friends, socializing, you know, all that type of stuff. So I really don't sit down and watch movies. I got time to sit down and watch some movies. That's a good thing about a flight. Love a flight for that. Um, so I watched... What did I watch? What did I watch, girl? What did I watch? I don't know. What did I watch? Okay. So let's count down. Let's count down. So what did I watch for the first flight? I watched Till. I watched four movies. I watched Till. I watched Whitney Houston, I Want to Dance. I watched Minari. And I watched Parasite. I watched four of those movies on the 15-hour flight. Eight. They all ate. Like, I wasn't too sure about Till because I didn't watch the Emmett Till one, the original one that came out because I don't like, um, like, black trauma glorification and all that type of stuff. I don't like to see it. I don't like to feel it. I don't want, uh-uh. I don't have time for that. Um, but Till was perfectly crafted. Like, I do recommend seeing that because it was so educational. It didn't glorify anything. Like, didn't show any, like, you know, blood, glory, or anything like that. It wasn't, like, um, it basically was, like, the documentary on Mammy Till, his mother, um, Emmett Till's mother, um, and basically her experience and, like, dealing with, like, um, court cases and everything and what ended up happening and how it played a role in the civil rights movement. Um, so it was very educational. I definitely do recommend that. Then Whitney Houston's um, I Want to Dance, so good. So good. Basically, don't do drugs. Don't do drugs and don't, don't marry trash men. That's it. Um, yeah, that was like the highlight. Like obviously getting to hear Whitney Houston and even like the actress that played her. Oh, she did a phenomenal job. Did a phenomenal job. Yeah, definitely. So that was a good movie. Minari was really cute, really home. Like, it was basically an Asian film. I don't know exactly what um, what country it was based in, but it was, oh, well. It was uh, immigrating, um, uh, a family that immigrated from, I think, it, I don't want to get it wrong. It was either uh, uh, Japan or Korea, maybe? I don't know. I probably got that wrong. Apologies. Don't cancel me. But yeah, it, they moved to the States, I think somewhere in the, the South or North or somewhere up there, like, like Missouri or one of those kind of countries. Um, ant countries, states. But yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, so that was a good movie. Just a little cute little movie about like, you know, their journey and everything. Um, and then the next movie I watched was Parasite, which I which came out around COVID time. I thought that had something to do with COVID. That's why I didn't watch it. Um, didn't have anything to do with COVID. Tremendous movie. I loved that movie. That movie was so storytelling crafted was so well. But like, I'm not gonna get too into the movies. Watch the movies. Come back. Let's talk about it. I put it on my. Um, my Instagram, which I changed to actually Let's Chat with Carter, if, um, like that's the whole name. I changed it from LCWC official to Let's Chat with Carter, so it's just easier for people because so many people were like asking me, like, oh, what's like, you know, the Instagram and everything. I just changed it to Let's Chat with Carter, so all platforms, Let's Chat with Carter, that's it. You, you heard it, you heard it. Podcast, Instagram, uh, what else am I on? TikTok, um, threads, you know, support your boy on threads. Uh, yeah, 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 I changed my name, 
But yeah, that was the movies. Talk to me on that and let's chat about it because they were so good. And I want to know if I like put people on. Like, you know, I love to put people on things like even if I didn't even watch it, to be honest, because I know it was good. Like, you know, I just like to put people on. But anywho, back to Bali. I got to Bali. We got to Bali. Off the like off the jump, I was just ready. I got there in the morning and it was like, okay, we're ready. And it's 15 hour difference in America. So like, like you're on Monday. Like basically when I got there, what was it? It was Sunday. You're still on Saturday. It's like probably Saturday morning or maybe, yeah, it's not even the morning yet for y'all, if anything. So I was like a, basically a whole other day ahead of y'all and or wherever you are listening to this podcast. But like I'm basing off of America and Bali or versus Indonesia. Um, but yeah, different places. In, anyways, anyways. Um, yeah. So I got there and it was just beautiful, like just driving through because I got picked up by a driver to drive, a, drive me to the villa or hotel that we were staying at or my mom and my aunt were at and drove me. I fell asleep in that shuttle. I was like, dude, I had a good, a good 30 to an hour conversation with that man. And then I was like, okay, I trust you enough. And I fell asleep. <laughs> I fell asleep. I was like, he was like, we're here. I'm like, bet. Got my suitcase, went into the room and knocked out. I did not do anything. I woke up later on. It was like, she was like, you want to go get something to eat and walk down? The I was like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. You know? And it was just such a different experience. Like, you know, just grabbing your bearings. Like one thing about traveling is that you really just get a sense of the area that you're in. You just feel like a whole escapist moment. And it was just very beautiful. It was everything. It really was. It was just like, this is what I needed. Didn't know I needed it, but I needed it. So yeah, it came at perfect timing. And I definitely did use it as a celebration of my birthday, even though I went to San Diego prior. Um, I think it's still fun to get out the country and like experience something different because I've been to San, uh, San Diego before, but yeah, like that had its purpose too, because that was my first like independent trip. Like I've never really traveled solo, even though like people met me, met up with me there, but I never like really booked a room for myself and by myself. So that was very different. Um, but yeah, Bali was like. A necessity basically the whole duration of the trip I spent there like the next day we went um, did the Bali swings we went to the rice farm went to a temple where I got like baptized kind of ish it was like this one holy temple like with a like holy water or whatever and that was super nice got to see a whole bunch of koi fish went to a monkey uh, a monkey temple no monkey sanctuary Oh my gosh. I've never really seen monkeys and like had them touch me and everything. And it was interesting. Like monkeys are very interesting and like beings. Like they're very smart. They're very, I don't know. I didn't know people were very scared of monkeys like that. Like, like I'm not scared of a monkey, but I'm very wary. Like they're about to try to take something from me, you know? Like I don't trust you, you know? That's about it. But other than that, people were like, running from monkeys. I remember there was a monkey on my, like that crawled up our, me and my mom's shoulder and everything. It was really cute. Um, so I enjoyed that. Go for the monkeys, go for the swing. Most definitely go swing on it. I wasn't all too comfortable because I noticed like, I don't really do heights like that. Like, I don't know. I just don't trust people's safety measures really, you know? Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, but I did that. Definitely try it. Did this Bali swing. 
Um, research, if you don't know what that is, is basically like a swing that like you swing off the cliff and everything, and it's like really pretty. Girls get their little cute, um, like bright colored dresses, long dresses that flow in the back of them or in front when they're swinging. Um, and yeah, it's just a good time. The rice farms are so beautiful. Uh, Bali is known for its rice. I don't know if it's all in Indonesia or just Bali because it's like Bali is an island in Indonesia. But they all have like rice farms. Like almost everyone has rice farms. It's like a staple. Like it, that's the normal way of living. Like the way we live is not the way they live out there. They live basically farm life. Like everyone supports themselves in a way that is like very, like it's very different than America. Like we're bred here to like survive off the government, basically. There, you have a government and they care about their people, but they are very self-sufficient. They have the animals, they have the, uh, the pigs, the chickens. Um, I don't think they eat cows, so they don't have cows. They have cows there, but I don't think they eat the cows. I think they only use them for milk or whatever. Um, some places had cow, but I don't think, I think that was just for the tourists. I don't think they're, like, they, it's not part of their culture. Uh, predominantly, a lot of people are either Hindu. Yeah, I think they're Hindu um, and fall from, like, Buddhism and everything um, prior to that. But, yeah, like, they didn't eat cows, so they had their pigs, their chickens, um, had their rice farms, had separate houses because the whole family basically lived there. Like it was the grandparents, the mom, dad, children in different huts in the vicinity, like a villa basically. And then had like, um, I guess like their plants or whatever. They, they basically hang their clothes to dry, that type of like village life-ish. Like, you know, it was really beautiful to see. I was like, wow. This is what I want. Like, if I were to, was to move to Bali, any place I go, I imagine me moving there because that's, like, always an option. I'm always trying to find a place that I want to um, leave to. Um, but, yeah, like, it was just perfectly set up. And, yeah, it was just, like, the system that they had going. Like, basically, the, the kids leave when they're, or not the kids, but, like, when you're, like, a young adult, basically. They leave either when they're married or they're able to afford to get their own plot of land or something like that. Um, yeah, it was just very interesting listening and um, absorbing their culture as well as, like, what they do their day-to-day -day and how... Um, yeah, the, the natural living, it was just very beautiful to see. So we visited that, we visited um, that area, and this is all in Ubud, Ubud, it's like Ubud, Bali. So basically Ubud is, if I was to describe Ubud, it is Ubud, it's Ubud, it's something, it's U-B-U-D, Ubud, Bali. And that is the uplands of Bali. Think of like, if you are from California, if you know the places, think like LA to IE. So LA and Bali is basically all the beach clubs. That's like the coast, like going west on the coastlines and like downwards, like the southern part. That is the, where like, it's touristy. All the places are really touristy, but that is basically where you get your beach clubs, the younger uh, population and everything like of tourists, a lot of Australians, a lot of different Europeans coming, but like heavily um, uh, Australia because they're right next door, as well as like Japan, um, India, um, what, like 
Russians, Germans, a whole bunch of people from a lot of different places coming there, basically going to like have a good time. As well as like, but the place that I was in in Ubud was actually the tourist destination for people who wanted to get into more of the cultural sense and like the jungle life, the greenery, um, like I guess the like the rituals and stuff like that they had. Like it was really more old-fashioned like you can tell like this is where a lot of the people live because everything was about an hour out like if you wanted to go to the beach clubs it was like an hour or two away like everything was an hour out and we had to have drivers everywhere we went so but mainly like the majority of my trip was spent in Ubud and yeah yeah it was fun it was a lot of fun we went ATVing, uh, went on a bicycle tour, as well as like ate good food for really cheap. I'm gonna talk about that in a second. Um, everything was pretty just like much like inclusive. Like we paid at least like 20 to $30 for like the whole round trip for like a day for the driver. Like we had one driver for the day that was like 20 to $30. You can't even get Ubers like that in LA to literally just drive you to one place that is like not even like three miles away for $30. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, like they did and the, they were far. That was a good distance. Like everything is relatively cheap in Bali. Like it's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Like you start, you really, when I tell you, you really learn the difference in like how capitalism plays a big role and the country's downfall and like why is it so expensive here and all that type of stuff but yeah so went ATVing went on a cycling tour went on a coffee um, tour and everything went to like some waterfall tours went to the gate of heaven the gate of heaven in Bali which is like I don't know how to pronounce it, it starts with the L um, it's in my social media post I'll probably see what I post on for you know this video but yeah, like it was just a beautiful time. I definitely recommend, like I really, I'm gonna post a lot. So hopefully you guys see that, that can like give you guys more of a visual on what happened. I'll probably post some on here, depending if you're watching the video or whatever the hell you're watching. But yeah, like just really beautiful all in all. Like people were so nice. The culture was just very beautiful. Everyone was so nice. Like everyone was just like, every time you walk somewhere, people were greeting you like hello or smiling at you. Or just being really friendly like you really know any other country not all countries but any other third world countries that i experienced they're really nice they're really welcoming especially like because bali is a tourist country when i go to countries that are um tourism heavy like their income is reliant on tourism um it's very interesting they're really nice they're really like they just their problems are very different especially being on an island i think when you're on an island it's much it's more of a community base because everyone pretty much knows each other or somewhat knows like the culture it's not as like i don't know it's just different it's a different if you've ever been on an island you could probably like resonate with what i'm talking about because it's just a peaceful way of living um you're very disconnected for the rest of the world completely um so yeah so yeah it was just a beautiful time it was a beautiful time and the tour guys were really nice the food was relatively cheap, so basically, I'll get into the food right now. Well, I'm telling you, $7 for a good large plate of food, like, that stuff where you're like, dang, you really want me to survive right now. You want me to thrive. Like, 
places were relatively cheap. I remember like the main place that we were staying was $20 a night in US. Um, they go by, I forgot what their currency is called, but it's basically 14,000 of that to $1. So equate $1 to 14,000 or roughly around that price range. So if you're gonna, they're probably gonna say, oh, I think it's rup rupia, rupia, it's RP, I think. So like if they were to say 100,000 rupia, it would be probably like seven or $8 in US. So that was how like the food was kind of measured for me. Like I was able to measure it that way because I'm like, oh, this is like cheap. Like I was getting getting like three drinks, like three alcoholic beverages and like two like two meals or whatever and paying no more than $20 in the US. Like I came back when I was coming back home, I swear they were trying to have charge me $15 for a McGriddle combo. Like what? No. But I will say one thing about Bali um, Bali Belly is a thing, so do your research on that. I'm not going to get into that that much because we don't need to get into that. But yeah, Bali Belly is a thing and that they will really try to jip you for the alcohol, alcoholic drinks. Like, I definitely recommend, like, maybe bringing your own, like, pre-gaming or something, you know? Because that was not, they, they I could not rely on their drinks. They, they iced it down. They, I'm pretty sure the drink was watered down in general. Like, everything was just, like, mm -mm. drink-wise. There was only one thing that I can find that was really doing it for me. And that was this, at this one place called Ola Mediterranean Grill, which is in Ubud. So if you're ever in Ubud and you're relatively in that area, you should look up Ola Mediterranean, it's Greek and Mediterranean food, I believe. So yeah, yeah. So that's like my first beginning experience in Bali. Yeah. Ultimately, I really appreciated it. Like, everyone was just super nice. Like, you just had no fear whatsoever there. No one felt like they were trying to take advantage of you. Everyone was, like, very straight up. Obviously, there's bad parts. Like, as a tourist, you get, like, a whole different vibe to a place than living there. I definitely heard some things, like, with the locals. Like, I think I overheard this one conversation between this one guy. It was this white guy. I don't know exactly where he was from, but he told he was basically as I was eavesdropping. Um, he basically said that he was there 15 years. And he was talking about like his immigration process and him being able to like start a business and like moving from his other um, from uh, moving from his other country wherever that was and being a white man and how he's treated there. And I guess he gets some pushback um, based off of like I guess he feels like he's treated different. Um, the fact that he doesn't like, you know, speak Balinese. They speak both Balinese and um, Indonesian uh, there. So, yeah, yeah. They, he just felt like he was treated different. They have different laws and like regulations on getting loans for your business and all that type of stuff. Um, yeah, um, I didn't give any sympathy with him. I'm sorry, babe. Like, you know, I get it. Everyone has issues. Everyone has. Like, you know, there's pushback in all type of ways. You're going to expect that, especially, like, not to say it, but, like, being, dealing with, like, you know, ancestral stuff and, like, dealing with other places have dealt with, like, you know, like, there's history to this. I think they put rules. I, I appreciate that Bali puts rules and regulations 
to immigration and what they're able to do if you are from this country versus if you immigrate to that country. Because if I look at countries like South Africa, for instance, because they had the same problem, like they were relative, they're relatively cheaper and that people, well, were, were, I don't know about now, because like, I think as you know, Europeans and everything moved there, it's gone up a little bit, which I predict for Bali as well. But yeah, same thing, like, like a lot of people, whatever, whatever nationality or race you are, move to places for better living, you know, for opportunity. And with the third world countries that are relatively cheaper, because your dollar is stronger and you're moving here for a better life and it's cheaper and you can start your own business and like create a, a better life for your family, yeah, but you come here with, you know, your baggage, all the stuff that you dealt with your country and like all your ideals, your culture, your, your religion. There's like, there, there's things, pre, uh, preventative measures that you need to take. Um, and I think Bali handles it, or as of what I was hearing, Bali handles it or has thought, has some thought process on how to handle it. And I think, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really feel bad for him. I was like, yeah, you know, it sucks. I know this pushback, it sucks. It definitely sucks. I don't know your experience as a white man, but like generally like, yeah, yeah. At least you're able to have a successful business in a whole nother country that you weren't even born in and be welcomed for 15 years. Like that's what, I think that's what I was taking from it. Um, majority of the part, because I'm like listening to you, like you're talking about like how much money you have and everything. I'm like, yeah, you know, you can't get like certain loans, but you are still making it. You're still having a successful, you are successfully immigrated to a whole nother country and made, your, made a life for yourself. So I'm just like, you know, boohoo, some people don't like you. Like, you know, like, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. You can't win them all, I guess. Um, and he was talking to two other Indonesian women. They weren't from Bali, but they were basically explaining to him, like, you know, like even us, being Indonesian, but being from another country, in an, or not country, but another, um, I guess, I don't know what they consider them, um, provinces or like different states, I don't know what, what's their terminology for it, but different places in Indonesia and moving to Bali, they're given pushback too because they know they're not from there. They like, not necessarily that, they probably do look a little different. I don't know, they look, you know, similar to me, but just a little lighter skinned and everything. But yeah, like, I guess they were given pushback as well, but they dealt with their cards. It is different because of them being Indonesian or, like, you know, looking somewhat similar more than, like, you know, I think the uh, the connotation of being white. But, you know, it is what it is. You deal with the cards that you get dealt with and you make do with what you're, you know. You can only change what you, what you can. You can only deal with what, whatever you're given. Um, basically is my input on that. But that was like the closest to my experience with locals other than like the drivers and like our tour guides who are basically just telling us like how things are. Um, I don't technically, they seemed happy with their lifestyle. Like if you're happy with it, that's fine. That's one thing I did notice about Bali is that everyone was relatively happy with their life even though I think from an outside in, like being an American and coming to that country, there's not a lot of opportunities for them. Like there's not tech businesses and like there's not people pursuing social media, like there probably is, but like there's not, those things are not a thing. Like their traditional thing is being a rice farmer. They stop doing um, international or like selling. Sometimes they sell their rice, but they only really make their, their rice 
for their families or within their community because like I guess they had a population surge or like there's a little bit more people um, in the island that there were like a few years ago so they usually use like all the rice that they make to uh, support them I think twice a year because I think they harvest like twice a year or three times a year and yeah they were basically just saying how yeah they need to support themselves and everything and they'll sell whatever that's left over like the island is very self-sufficient everyone really grows things there they don't really import a lot if they probably do import some things i didn't really hear about what they imported but yeah a lot of things are like locally grown a lot of local restaurants you didn't see a lot of fast food chains unless you were in certain parts of bali like i think going west more so like you saw kfc's and everything taco bells like all those different type of chains um, but they are very different in other countries. If you haven't been out the country, try a fast food chain and see the difference um, of the quality in food versus America. That's another thing that you will tell the difference of. But yeah, there was just certain fast food chains that were really open there. Um, yeah, it was just very different, like different way of living. People had a different way of going about life. Um, and I appreciated it. Like people were very more like much family bound like you really do notice that's something i really do notice about like asian communities in general they're very they're family oriented in a way that a lot of other um well america in general i think i don't know i don't know what is going on but a lot of people have bad family structures like regardless of your race but like i think anything that's western like anything that moves has been impacted by colonialism in a way that is like towards the West just seems, I don't know, it just seems like, I don't the family structure is very weird. Like when it comes to capitalism and the way it has impacted different families, it's different. It's very different. But there it's like you care to like up, help your family and like that's the whole thing. That's the whole message that I was given while they're like, oh yeah, you know, they leave when they're married and everything. We all start businesses and like you help out, you help out your neighbor. If you need this, we have you. Like, you know, it was very helpful. Like everyone was so helpful there. And I really appreciated that. And I really wish America adopted, like seeked more adoption of other cultures instead of having uh, like, you know, everyone looking at America like, oh my God, you guys are so great. And then coming here and being like, What's wrong with y'all? Because they're like, you know, like it's very interesting what we sell over social, like, you know, not social media in general, but like over the media versus like what is like actually really present. It's very different. But yeah, before I even get into a tangent, that was that. Everything else, I want to get into the beach clubs because the beach clubs, like, will say being on the coast versus in Abud, because I went to Semiak. We went to Simiak, Kangu, and where else? Kangu and uh, Uluwatu. Uluwatu, um, very different vibes than Ubud, because those were had a different tourist. Like they had like same European and everything, and like Asian um, and whatnot. But like it was just younger. It was younger party people. Like it had a different demographic of people. What they wanted to do there. Um, because it's beach clubs, like a whole bunch of beach clubs, a bunch of like um, dance resorts and everything, a bunch of villas. That's where you, the Instagram-y stuff that you see is usually on islands that are nearby to Bali, like off the coast of Bali or like beach-wise. 
Um, and I think what I did, I was I appreciated what I was able to do there because I feel like I did the alternative option of what people usually do in Bali. So next time I go to Bali, I definitely will be doing the, the beach club vibe so I can get that uh, full experience. Even though I did like one, I did Finn's Beach Club, but that was great. First of all, that was great. They do shot o'clocks every hour. So even if you didn't pay for a drink, you get a shot o'clock every drink. There was beautiful people. When I tell you, Europeans, you know, everyone knows people from other countries just be hidden different, but the Europeans, the Australians specifically, well, not even the Australians because some of them be Russian. Like, just Europeans in general, they be hidden different. Like, that's why I love Love Island UK. I don't love, <laughs> they don't love, like, everyone. I don't even care, not even European in general, but, like, I just pointed that out because I was like, the way they do it different there. I was like, uh-uh, okay. Anywho, but anyone in general, like even the Indian men, like everyone just looks so good. And I think there's a, uh, a certain demographic of people who travel as well because obviously you have to have some type of money. So money just makes people look good, you know? Like regardless of who you are. Like money just makes a person look real good. And yeah, there was some fun. Go to Bali. Go to Bali in Thailand. I heard there's fine party goers. You have a good time. You have a good time. And I think everyone was asking me when I got back, they were like, oh, did you meet anyone? You know? And I was like, no, first of all, no, I didn't meet anyone. But two, as well as like, I think being, you know, I was with my mom, you know, I was with my mom and my aunt. It's, well, predominantly my mom. My aunt left um, earlier on. But yeah, I was with my mom and I was just like, no, we don't need to. I didn't want to as well because I'm like going through a little phase in my life. But yeah, in general, like there was just like, yeah, it was given celibate C, celibate C. Did have a few little flirts going on via social media, but that's it. That's it. It was very PG-13. But, you know, there was eye candy. You know, that's all, all that matters. And I had a good drink and enjoyed the beach club. Music was nice. Um, the vibe was great. So next time I go to Bali, I would definitely be doing a beach club. Oh, and the villa that I stayed in, Semiak, was so nice. It was called Kiss Bali Villa. I definitely wouldn't necessarily recommend that, but I do recommend a villa. We only got that one because it was like we booked it like the day or two before um for our, like you know just for my birthday just like we stayed there like two or three nights um and yeah that was great that was that was that was lush that was fab that was great um nice had two bedrooms a whole living area a pool it was perfect for like if you want to go for your birthday or like a party or something and you want to bring your friends like that can fit like a good five seven people in that villa and just have a great time and just go out to the beach clubs. I will say that it's a little bit more expensive when you go to the beach club areas because you're like paying for a lot of drinks and everything and like they kind of rack up the prices a little bit more in those areas versus like Ubud, it was very cheap because that's like, I guess more village area type and like you have all the families, you have tourists too, but you have more so of the locals and everything there and like what they usually buy. So. It was relatively cheaper, and I appreciated that. But all in all, yeah, yeah, it was a good time. Like, after that, I ended up flying back, got back on a Tuesday, didn't miss my flights. Those that, my last 15-hour flight, um, I think it was 17 hours, actually. 
but my last flight, I actually watched um, The Color Purple. Oh my God, that was the first time I watched the 19, is it 1985? Yeah, the 1985 film. Oh, that was phenomenal. I loved that movie. That movie was before its time. Before its time. That was such a beautiful crafted movie. So the, the Color Purple, The Father. The Father is so good because The Father deals with like um, uh, dementia and everything and like uh, retirement homes and all that stuff. Like it was solely on like a main character situation, like a mother and a father basically. Um, and that was really good. As well as I think I finished on um, Little Women. No. Yeah. The, the Little Women or the Little Women? Yeah, I think it's Little Women. Um, that was really good. I love films that like really just focus on women being like the protagonist. Um, it was so good. I appreciated it. It wasn't like phenomenal. It wasn't like something action packed. It was just a cute little heartwarming moment. Like it was just really, it was something that you usually don't see. Like I think for me, I like to see diversity and I like to see other films that aren't like what you don't usually see. Like I think we see a lot of male focused or male um, revolved films or just like in adjacent to whiteness because it was a pretty white film. But um, you see the same thing over and over again. If not that, like some biracial couple or something like that. It's like the same thing and it's like you need to like develop and like, you know, just there's a lot of things to do. There's like you can cover handicapped people. You can cover um, uh, little people like you can you can cover so much and like other stories yet. A lot of people don't do it. Hollywood and whatever, whoever's pulling the strings ain't letting it happen. But yeah, that was that. That was that on movies. But yeah, guys, that was pretty much my Bali trip. Like there was a lot of other things. If you want to hear a lot more, you know, just DM me. I'll let you know. I'll give you the, sh um, the rundown. If anything, I'll probably post a little bit more. Like, if anything, if I left something out, I'll probably post more on my TikTok. It won't go on my Instagram. So if you don't have me already on TikTok, you know, it's Let's Chat with Cardi as well as my other socials. And, yeah, that has been this, y'all. I hope you guys enjoyed and go to Bali. Let me know if you actually go to Bali or wherever you want to go. Or hit me up if you want to go somewhere because you know I love to travel. You will see a lot more uh, travel videos. Like, I'm really about to be on my travel journey. I'm really trying to find that, like, I'm trying to do a visa situation, low-key, um, to, to just be out. Like, I want to leave the country. I need to, like, experience something different or, like, just leave California in general. I need to experience something a little different. I need a change. I need, to, I, need, I need a change in my life. So stay tuned in that. We'll talk about it as always um, on Let's Chat with Carter. But as always, guys, I come out every Tuesday. Well, we took a pause for like, you know, a good two weeks because I was in Bali. Um, didn't have my equipment. I apologize for that. But we are back every Tuesday. Yeah. But as always, guys, stay purposely you. And I will see you guys next time. Bye.